to anyone tuned in, this is the Men, Church, Stuff podcast. It's the show where brothers-in-law DJ Colt and Brad Coleman talk about what it's like being Christian men in today's society. Having spent our entire lives immersed in church culture, we want to share our experiences with other men who are willing to listen. We'll talk life stuff, church stuff, man stuff, and, well, stuff stuff. Let's get to it. Welcome, podcast land listeners everywhere. Um, this is the Men Church Stuff podcast. I am one of your co-hosts, DJ Colt. As always, I'm here with my brother-in-law, Brad Coleman. Howdy, y'all. Um, today... Welcome, well, welcome to Southern Humidity. You know, it's not that bad here. I'm going to be... Dude, I'm going to be honest. The... the Like the the... The southern summer actually it's been really moderate. I've been very grateful. Um because in 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 the last probably high nineties. I mean it's high nineties, yeah. High nineties. 60, 61% humidity. Yes, I know. But like but on, on the on the on like the the whole on the whole spectrum, our summer here in Tennessee has actually been very moderate. Um so uh do what? I've had worse. Yeah, I have had worse. And I'm glad that we don't have that worse. <laughs> so today, um, we're going to be talking about something that um, if you have never experienced disagreements with anyone, um, would you please run for president? Actually, maybe don't run for president because then you'll have to break your record. You know, so maybe you're a carrot. <laughs> yeah, you're a carrot. You're a carrot. <laughs> you never had to disagree with anyone you're a carrot <laughs> so um yeah um specifically though i really wanted to to look at spouse disagreements now for for the listeners here <laughs> trust me when i say that that the origin of this topic is not because my wife and i had just had a fight and i want to talk about it that's not why this is this is what we're talking about. <laughs> we'll tell you how I'm right. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I'm using this as my platform. She's not because she's not on here. <laughs> she's not. Yeah. And for anybody that doesn't know, this is actually this episode right here is the reason I wanted to start the podcast. I've been waiting for this one because now I'm right. Yeah. No. 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 That's yeah. <laughs> that's not what this is about. Um, but so, um, Brad, how long have you and Tabitha been married? So eighteen years. Eighteen, dang yeah. man. So wow. Uh, eight, I mean, March of next year I'll make nineteen. So I mean, yeah, between yeah. eighteen and nineteen, technically. All yeah. right. So eighteen years. Sharon and I've been married for thirteen years. Um, uh, and yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> Amateurs. We're 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 what is it? A fifth. We're twenty percent behind you. Yeah. Um, but I mean, in that time, I'm sure that. You've had your share of arguments with Tabitha, and I've had my share of arguments with Shara. Um, but I can, your I, sister? Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm actually glad I don't have to argue with her anymore. <laughs> I was happy to pass her off to you. <laughs> but but um, 
Before we really get going on the podcast, Brad, I thought of this question before the podcast ever began. I was like, I've got to, we've got to ask, I've got to ask this question at some point. So I'm glad here on show 10, show number 10, um, I will be, I will be asking the question, what is the dumbest argument you've ever had with your wife? <laughs> oh, goodness. Um, You're not allowed to say all of them. <laughs> I, no, I, one I have to think. I'm gonna have to think because. Well, well then, well while while you think, I'll open this up. A game of rummy, for us, <laughs> during our <laughs> during our very first year of marriage. Apparently, other people play with different rules, and other people play with rules that are oh, wrong. No. Yeah, <laughs> and so, uh, well, Shara and I, we we started like we we decided you know it'd be really fun. We'll sit down. Again, we're we're newlyweds. We'll sit down. We'll have a fun game of rummy. Little yep. did we know <laughs> that it was not a fun game of rummy. As a matter of fact, this is true. And when my wife hears this, she's going to look at me and she's going to nod. She's going to laugh, whatever. We didn't play rummy after this night for like a year and a half. We deliberately thought this game is off limits. Right. Um. So Very the wise. way that's wisdom. <laughs> yeah, 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 right. Yeah, we're opening cool it. Down. <laughs> Because of things that matter. So um, the way that the way that my family scored and my family picked up cards and how you discarded was, in fact, completely and utterly different than the way her family did. And both of us thought we were both right. I still think I'm right <laughs> to this day, but <laughs> I'll speak for Shara. Shara still thinks she's right too. Uh, um, <laughs> what representative for Shara in this conversation? Yeah. She she believes she's still right. <laughs> no, you have to be impartial. You can't be an advocate, Brad. No, we're not allowing that. <laughs> yeah, so, <laughs> That's off limits. Right that from so. the record. <laughs> All right, so. So, so I, so I got it and, um, <laughs> I came, I came, was working for UPS before we had kids. So I'm getting home at like six 30 in the morning. So mm -hmm. as I'm coming home to go to bed for a few hours, take a nap before I go to class. Oh yeah. Right. Tabby's getting up. So, you know, so, so I get home and I start to get in bed and she wakes up and she looks at me with just this look of like as angry as I've ever seen her like disdain. Yeah. I mean, like she's <laughs> like, she's going to kill me. There will be weeping and, and gnashing of teeth. And this is, and this is what she said. <laughs> who is she? Oh, who is who? Oh, dang. Oh, who is who? Who, who is she? <laughs> and I'm starting to get upset. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. What oh what what are we talking about here? Who's the woman you cheated on me with? And now I'm mad. Yeah. Now I'm like, yeah. I, <laughs> how dare you, for one, <laughs> accuse me of something? I, there is no other woman. You are the only woman for me, haven't you? And then she starts. I can see the wheels turn in her head because you know she just woke up. Oh she no. Like, <laughs> I just. I was having a I was having a dream that you were cheating on me. <laughs> so so here's my thing, like okay, yeah. I get it. It happens. Dreams are realistic. 
So for me, the logical thing is what? Now you calm down. You realize I have a dream. So she was mad at me for the rest of the day. <laughs> and that's where I was struggling. I'm like, yeah, right. I was like, look, we both acknowledge that this didn't happen <laughs> at all. Right. And so <laughs> I'm just, it's still emotional for me. Oh and that was, that that's was awesome for, for me. That was probably from my side. That was one of the, one of the, <laughs> the dumbest. Cause I'm like, and, and if you, if you know me, like I'm all about, like I was taught, if you screw up, you stand up and you take the blame for it. Yep. So, own it. Like, so if I've messed up, I try to be the guy that goes, look, I screwed up. Sorry. Let's work through this. Yeah. But when I haven't done it, like even remotely anything, like I just worked all night. I'm going to school full time. I am tired. I want to go to bed yeah. and you're mad at me. And then I talk to you later and you're still mad at me. You're still mad at me. <laughs> and like, she's, and, and your sister, she even acknowledges like, I know I shouldn't be mad, but, but I am. And I'm yeah. like, okay, well, <laughs> so that's one of the things that, that we kind of laugh about now is, is, and she, and she really does a lot better. I think at, at not staying mad at some of those things. I mean, even if, you know, if I've done something really dumb and she kind of, has a right to be kind of mad <laughs> yeah. she kind of doesn't stay mad but i used to laugh yeah. and say you know like she stays mad for three days like i'm dynamite <laughs> she's napalm right like i get <laughs> yeah. mad i get real loud boom and, and it's, and over, now it's over i'm good i've yeah. said my piece right? yeah. and, and she just slow burns and it's yeah. a destructive slow burn for it's for a very days. yeah and it's a painful slow burn yeah. <laughs> yeah don't get on her bad side like no yeah so um interesting that you say that that you say that was your your dumbest argument shara um she's had a couple of those of those kind of dreams as well and she'll wake up upset at me but like she she quickly um, like realizes oh wow that that was a dream yeah and and she, i could tell that there was this one time that it did actually really annoy her because um like I have always still, I mean, really wanted to perform. I, like I love, like, you know, as I said a couple episodes ago, I, um, I love life on the road. It's a lot of fun traveling, seeing a lot of people playing music in a lot of venues. It's really fun. Um, so Shara had this dream that uh, <laughs> that I was with this band and 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 there was this blonde singer that was all over me. There was like pictures on Facebook and everything. And, um, and this, this could be a conversation for another day, uh, for another episode, but, um, I don't like, I'm an idiot. I don't know when girls hit on me. I see like God didn't, God didn't connect that wire for me. As you mentioned, you know, that wire that like, I think it, it's not that it's even connected. It doesn't exist. There's not one. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, so she, she like, she, and she clearly knows this about me. So like, she's got that. She had this dream where there's Facebook pictures and she's all up on me and I'm just smiling like, Hey, we're having a great old time. And she woke up and, and I could tell that I could tell that it kind of annoyed her for, for a little bit. But um, but she laughed about it. So uh, as I as I mentioned, you know, I'm really glad that that, you know, I was able to pass off Tabitha to you and um, and you have to deal with it. <laughs> I mean, and don't get me wrong. I'm sure if Tabby was here, she she would be able to tell you like a, a just a buku of times where I have something dumb or stupid and I've had and I've acknowledged it later. I mean, 
yeah. And it's called but she's not. an argument. But, but yeah, she's not yeah. here. <laughs> but and, she's not. And, you know, <laughs> and conveniently, I can't think of any of those times right now. <laughs> I know. I uh, It's really hard for me to sit back. To, you know, when have I wronged my wife? Yeah, I'm, yeah. I don't know. I mean, We're I'm just going to move on, though. Country. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the trophy. Uh, she won. Yeah. <laughs> what the contest in Hades were you entering? You know? Yeah, right. I've I've always like not always but at some point I think it was in college I stumbled across this that like you know the the joke is that men are always wrong women are always right and and like if that's actually true then where do we put the scenario where a man tells a woman you're right <laughs> because if men are always wrong then that means the woman's wrong I'm like <laughs> that's my favorite rebuttal so to that one. dangerous territory i'm not even gonna touch <laughs> yeah, that yeah. Like, so so brad i did a really really quick google search here yeah. um on and i'll you i'll even tell you it was spouse disagreeing statistics and um how common is disagreeing in a healthy relationship depending and this comes from Plekan Law, Plekan Law, P L E K A N Law.com. We thank you very much for the statistics yeah. that you give us in five seconds' time. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Depending on their temperaments and personalities, some healthy couples argue every day. Others may only have disagreements once in a while or only rarely. The crucial thing to remember is that there is no quote unquote normal when it comes to how often married couples fight. What do you think? So, uh so i would i would i would agree with that that like it's different like i know some people that one their disagreements they would they would say oh we never fight because we just have like they've had they have disagreements and yeah. and 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 some of these people they're very low key every time i've seen them so like maybe we would even look at it and go wait was did you guys just disagree was that yeah you know, wait a minute did, you have an argument? <laughs> um, did we just you know, bear witness I've, to that yeah. i've always said like <laughs> I'm, I'm very passionate yeah. person. And so like, I, I'm very stubborn, very passionate. And so I can, I can get very stuck on something. I can get, you know, loud. I always said, I like, I had to marry somebody like your sister. Right. And, and I think, you know, your sister is the one yeah. that got made for me. I believe that. Um, but I needed someone who would not be crushed by that passion, but who would kind of strike back. And again, not, we're not talking about fist fights. We're not, I've never, never hit my wife and I'm not even talking about abusive speech. I'm just talking about yeah, when I'm right. like, no, this is like, this is the way. And she'd be like, really? <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I don't think so. I can tell you that, and, that, and that you found gonna... the right woman. <laughs> yeah. I found <laughs> my I, sister. I, I did. My sister yeah. is that. So, yes. <laughs> so here's the thing that I think, I think is important. Okay. And it's one of the things that, I have not mastered. Let me just say that I've not mastered by any sense of word, but I think I've, I think Tabby and I do it both a, a lot better, which is it's not the disagreements that you have. It's not even how many disagreements you have. Mm -hmm. It's how you go through those disagreements and how then you resolve those disagreements. That's right. Yeah. And, you know, so if you're going to, and let's just call it fight, because for, if, if you're going to have a fight with your wife, yeah. um, one, fight fair and fight mm -hmm. with the end in mind. And that's what yeah. I tell people. As a matter of fact, I was having this conversation with, with my best friend, Dusty. 
just like yesterday. Okay. I said, one of the things I've learned is that if Tabby and I are having a disagreement, we're having a fight and I win and she loses, I've lost. If she mm-hmm. wins and I lose, she's lost because yeah, right. we're one. Yeah. And so yeah, when we look exactly at it right. as I got to win and you lose, then either way, you both lose. It's a lose lose yeah. scenario. It doesn't matter who wins. It doesn't matter how right. right you are, how wrong they are, or vice versa. So we have to look at how do we resolve this? Yeah. Now, you know, and, and if we have to just agree to disagree on things, because guess what? We're two different people. Now there's, mm-hmm. there's some major things that I think you, you got to just continue to just work through and resolve because you can't come to that conclusion. Right. But there's things like, you know, I think, I think that, that pickles are disgusting. <laughs> My wife thinks they're amazing. She'll drink. Yeah. yeah you're wrong. She'll drink pickle juice. I think that's like, that's one of the worst things ever. <laughs> like she found <laughs> out that like, you know, if you're getting cramps, that pickle juice is one of the best things for it. I'm like, I'll just die. <laughs> I'm just going to cramp. You know, so yeah, we have that fine. disagreement. I mean, that's that's a hard line. Boom. We're, we're not going <laughs> to agree on that. Yeah, right. Like, unless God changes my taste buds. Yeah, yeah, it's like, probably not going to do that. Yeah. yeah. Like that, you know, like, we're never going to have that. You know, and so, and even then, that, can, that becomes a fun little thing. Yeah, you know, sure. sometimes that disagreement is, well, I mean, shoot, DJ, here, here, let's talk about the elephant in the room. Right. Okay. You're you're a Cubs fan. Oh yes. Your wife is a St. Louis Cardinals fan. <laughs> oh yeah, I live and, like, with you're that. You're both yeah, pretty right. like pretty hardcore. Like there's low. A, there's I mean, a, least, yes. There's a pretty serious level of fandom here. <laughs> yep. So so how does you know how do you how do you go with something well, like that? People up, are like, up until can't. yeah right up until 2016, <laughs> uh, what I would say is here's here's the way that we deal with it. The Cardinals are good and the Cubs suck. That's how that's how it works. Like, doesn't mean that I don't like the Cubs. I Just, love the Cubs, but yeah. yeah so yeah, she's probably the good. Like, okay, yeah. And <laughs> what? And right now she's actually having to deal with that. Like the you know what I mean the Cardinals man they're dragging tail. Like it's mm. it's pretty awesome. Um, but uh, no, I mean there's a hard line for sure. Um, yeah. uh, and and spouse the like. I think I think like with to your point, Brad, about, you know, having the end in mind, one of the things that and I couldn't tell you when when I really started to to figure this out, um, you know, it's just it was natural, organic. It was I don't know how to do this. And I'm fighting for myself and not for both of us. And when you first get married, I think everybody goes through that. Um, But uh, when you say like have the end in mind. um, I think I think I said this. I think it was this last week's episode. Um, that I, that I mentioned that Cher tells me all the time, like to pick my battles yeah. and I'm learning how to do that with my children. I know how to do that with her, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still not learning that one with Cher. I figured yeah, that okay. one out, but, um, but like knowing, knowing what, what is worth fighting for. Yeah. Um, and, and under, in understanding that, that if, if my, if, if what it is that I'm fighting for is more than my marriage then it is not worth fighting for like fighting fighting for my marriage is the most important now with i think i think where some confusion may come in to play you know is if we're talking to a guy or if we're if we're talking to a man if we're talking to a woman um with that in mind and the reason i say that is like and this this may be i assume this is widely known that guys are experts at, comp- at compartmentalizing, not mm-hmm. just emotionally, but, but, but intellectually as well, you know, and, and, and I can, 
you know, I can Venn diagram things if I want. I can also like take all the Venn diagrams out and just look at everything by themselves. Women, women take, have a lot, have a lot more trouble doing that on the flips on the flip side though. Like I think it's, I think it's actually a cool thing. It's different. I don't, I don't get it, but, but how, how women's emotions like a single emotion can sort of, sort of interweave itself through a bunch of other things. So whenever I say, you know, like, how do you fight for your marriage and still fight for things that are passionate? I think that's Mm -hmm. where, that's where, you know, being, knowing, knowing what your end goal is, is, is about. Um, And, and to that point, I will, I want to like, I, just a, a a scripture passage here comes from like Proverbs 17. I didn't know this, but Proverbs 7, Proverbs 17 is a chapter that has like quite a few um uh quite a few Bible verses in it that deal with conflict in some capacity. Mm-hmm. But um but straight up verse 14 right here says to start a conflict is to release a flood, stop the dispute before it breaks out. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to stop a flood. I have not tried to stop a flood. A lot easier to stop it before it starts. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, well, I take that back. Not not an actual flood, but I have <laughs> I have definitely made my wife mad on purpose, yeah. and then watched it and watched how long it took <laughs> to to get her back to normal. Um, but uh, you won't poke that hornet's nest too much. Yeah, no, you won't. No. Um, and you know, it's something interesting, Brad, that you said that, you know, a, a relationship dynamic between you and Tabitha is that you needed somebody, God knew that you needed somebody that would kind of not, I'm not going to say lash back, but that would, that would, that would throw it back to you and make yeah. you kind of make you kind of argue on your own playing ground. So this is actually something that, um, I, I'm very grateful for Shara is almost like an opposite personality is Tabitha. I mean, you've been around her enough. Yeah. She is, she's a processor. And, and like, when we first got married, I would like, I'm a, I'm a person that, that I've got to, I've got, if, if we're talking about a dis- something that we disagree about or something that we're like, man, maybe a difficult decision or something, I need to talk about it. I've, I'm a person that, that I learn through dialogue. She, she, at the beginning of her marriage, um, and still uh, quite a bit today, but but has adapted to this, um, and, and and me as well. But but she is a person that needs to hear things and then just process. Yeah, like she zips up, she closes. She I'm not gonna say she shuts down, um, but yeah. uh, under duress she will. You know, yeah. under duress she'll shut down. And so I had to learn how, how because <laughs> coming from coming from first of all my parents' household, and then yeah. coming from the relationship with my sister, man, we're we're vocal. You know. <laughs> like, yeah. And whoever and whoever has the highest voice wins, you know, like, yeah. like and so I had to learn kind of how to harness that. Um, but at the same time, I think something like a benefit of of my personality is that Shara learn has learned how to become a little bit more, I don't want to use the word aggressive because I think there's a negative connotation to it, mm. but a little bit more so- um so let's talk about the word. How's that? Let me talk about the word gentle. All right. Because the yeah. biblical gentle. Okay. The biblical gentle is not how you hold a butterfly unless you're holding a butterfly. Mm-hmm. And this is one of the things I think right. that we miss with the, when it talks about a gentle spirit and being gentle. Because gentle in the Bible means the appropriate amount of force, the appropriate amount of whatever necessary. Okay. So if you're holding yeah. a butterfly, that's very little. Right. If you're holding a hundred and 
30 pound dog on a leash who's trying to get away. I mean, that's, gentle that's is very yeah. different. Gentle yeah. is still, you know, you're, you're being it's a gentle, relative. but there's yeah. a, yeah, it, it is, it's relative to the situation, yeah. you know, so how you're dealing with the situation is the appropriate amount of force, appropriate amount of power, whatever. And so that's what you're saying is that, is that Shara has learned to be gentle. Yes. But, but, but properly gentle. Yeah. And I have learned mm -hmm. to be gentle. Right. You know, um, like again, with Tabitha, mm -hmm. gentle. And this is, this, this is one of the stories, this is one of the, the, the examples that I love to tell people when Sharon and I first got married. Um, and I mean, you were around, you know, you're like, you were around us when we got married, you know, you guys been married longer than us that when, when we would hang out together at Thanksgiving and Christmas time, I mean, Tabitha and I are at each other's throats. It's so yeah. much fun. All we do is heckle each other. Yeah. Shara and her brother, Adam, um, they didn't have the same relationship. I mean, you know, Shara was, was 10 years older than, than Adam. Um, and so she couldn't believe how Tabitha and I were talking to each other. I'm like, what are you talking right. about? This is, this is love, you know, like, <laughs> this bro, is... you guys hate each other. <laughs> no, yeah. no, this is our love language. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, stupid head. Yeah, no, <laughs> she's just a moron, you know, like, <laughs> mm -hmm. but anyways, I, I've, I've learned how to, I had to learn, um, and, and through God's grace, in all honesty, I had to learn, um, how to, how to be gentle on her level of gentle, but at the same, but in the same time, as I mentioned for her, she, as, and as you were saying, Brad, she's learned how to quote unquote, be gentle on like when, when arguing with me, because not saying anything and, and again, shutting down, even if it was time for processing, yeah. wasn't, wasn't, wasn't beneficial to how I needed to approach the situation too. But now that, and that brings us to, I think that brings us to a really, a really good thing that that we, that I'd, I'd like to tease out here. <clears throat> um, so Paul says, be angry and do not sin. Yeah. And I'm trying to, I don't remember if it's the same passage or if it's a different passage in scripture where, where um, uh, scripture says, don't let the sun go down on your, on your wrath. Go, okay. Don't let yeah. the sun go down on your anger. Mm -hmm. um, and I can assure you that there have been a very minimal amount of times but still, nonetheless, there have been times where the sun has gone down on 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 our anger. Um, but having said that, one of the things that I think that 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 has been has been a, a huge help in our relationship. Um, I think like this is going to sound like I'm 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 being uh, I'm being braggadocious but i i don't mean to be this is just something that's part of that's part of my character it's just it's me mm. um and Shara would attest to this it for the most part it is actually really easy and i almost feel like it's obligatory for me to forgive people mm. it's like i understand full well that there are not that there that there are people that don't have that i get that and i'm not i'm not trying to, to rub that in in anybody's face Having said that, I hate it. I like Brad. It tears me up inside. Turns my turns my inside upside down when the sun goes down and we're both angry. Or if if Shara and I are mad at each other for whatever reason, mm -hmm. I hate that feeling. Mm -hmm. And I know that the only way to resolve that, even even if quote unquote I am right, no, that right there goes out the window because there is there is a there's sort of a tear in our relationship that I have to mend. 
You know, I mean, like, like uh, it, we, we mentioned this, uh, you know, talking about this in, in, in the husbanding episode where, um, you know, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church, gave himself up for right. her. Okay. Mm-hmm. That means that he forgave the church when, when the church was mad at him. Hey, you know what? I, I almost think like that this is a husband role mm-hmm. that even in the midst of, even in the midst of whatever disagreement this is, I've got to be the one to, to, to correct it. It doesn't mean that the issue is resolved, but I've got to make sure that my wife knows mm-hmm. I'm sorry that we're, that we are in this mm-hmm. and I need, like, I need to rectify the situation. Even if we can, that, even if that, that means that we, we just simply have enough clarity of mind to be able to, to talk it out. Yeah. So ooh, there's so much there. Uh, good, good stuff. There's so much there. I'm like, okay, whoo. Like which one, which, which, right, which, yeah. which piece do I pick? Um, <clears throat> well, let's look at what, what God says. Cause you talking about God's talking about anger, right? Be anger yeah. and do not sin. Yeah. Um, so that tells us there is righteous anger. Now yeah. I, I will say that I've heard the argument that, that, that asked the question, are we as men <laughs> capable of righteous anger? Um, I don't think we're capable of maintained righteous anger. No. Right. Um, yeah. I, so I think God's anger is not emotionally driven. And I think I said that before, maybe in the last episode, uh, ours tends to get emotionally driven. Yeah. You know, what does anger do in us? Typically it sets off fight or flight, which yeah. is now yeah. like they go, Oh, well, it's fight, flight, freeze, fawn. And I think there's even one other. Mm-hmm. And so it, it, it's our response yeah. to something that's outside right? A statement or whatever. So with our anger, we have to first deal with what's going on inside of us. Right. Because the reality is once uh, like, so I don't know someone who's more scientific than me, more studied and like the brain and how it works could, can maybe say, Oh yeah, this is right. Or this is wrong, but this is what I've been told. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, was told that the brain, the part of the brain that kind of hits anger with the fight or flight actually kind of lifts off the rest of the brain when you're angry. It kind of like has that temporary control where it's now in control. Okay. And and part of that is God's design with, with fight or flight, right? So, Hey, there's a, there's a bear. I, I don't need to be thinking about all, you know, did I get the groceries? I need yep. to be dealing with, there's a bear. Yeah. And so, uh, and that's developed early on. Like, like I think it, it stops development somewhere around six years old. Yeah. You're which, talking about windows of opportunity ish. Like, well, which, kind of, which, yeah. right. So, which is, which is why, and I mean, it's not to say that things can't change. God, God's awesome. He, yeah. he helps us all change, deal with our anger. But again, the tendencies, sometimes it's us understanding our tendencies that we've we built in. Yeah. And so when, when that lifts off, right, then we either have to take back control with the rest of our brain, right, and go, hey, look, this is not a bear situation. This is I'm having a conversation with my wife. Yeah. And some people are going like, well, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, I met my wife. And I was like, look, look. <laughs> but, you know, so, but th- this is not an attack. This is not. Like a, like a life-threatening thing. So I don't need to be in fight or flight in this situation. Right. Yeah. But, but I've got to do things, uh, breathing, mental things or whatever to get control. And one of the biggest things is if you can realize that's going on, then you can start to shut that down. Yeah, sure. But so the acknowledgement. But so that, that 
that anger. What does God say? He says, be quick to speak. Listen. No, yeah. right. To listen. Yeah. Be, be quick to be listen. Quick to listen. Be slow to speak, slow to wrath or slow to anger. Yeah. So I says, you, you may have a reason to be angry, but, but you need to control that. Yeah. Seek, you know, I like the way that uh, it was put, I think, in the seven habits of highly effective people. You know, he said, seek first to understand before you seek to be understood. No, oh, that's exactly right. Yeah, think, yeah, yeah. Well, and I think, boom, I think that's part of what God is saying right there in, in James when he says, listen. Yep. And slow down your anger and slow down your response. Like, hey, how about you just listen to what's being said instead of being, you know, take the time here, been guilty of this, still get guilty of this, ongoing trying to fix this. And I think with with conversations with my wife, with anybody, with disagreements, it plays. Right. When they're talking, am I listening or am I constructing? what I'm going to say. That's exactly right. Yeah. Are you, are you, are you actually trying to figure out ways yeah. to interweave how you can destroy them? Yeah. It's ex dude. I mean, well put because it's, it's so easy in, it's so easy in the, in the moment of anger of, mm -hmm. and, and by, and, and by anger, um, this is kind of related and, and somewhat not related to, to last week's episode when we, you, when you and I were talking about like parental anger, but the anger could be, like lashing out. It could be, it could be this supremely heated conversation. Mm -hmm. It could also simply be like this underlying desire to simply jab, to mm -hmm. try to get, to try to, to, to gain essentially like dominion or dominance over, over your spouse. And like, I mean, dude, that's, that's a low blow. Like, you I mean, know, what, just, what Joe, what does Joe to say? Right. You know, fear leads to anger. Anger leads to, to hate, hate leads to the dark side. <laughs> yes it does yeah thank you yoda that's right and i mean I, I mean i think there's a lot of but there's a lot well, of truth and, in there and i also think i also think brad this that the context of this of this conversation kind of it's kind of occurred to me uh, just two two or three minutes ago where you, where you were talking i think the context of 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 our conversation may or even may not I, I would i would like to think even better yet may not change because like righteous anger i think in the in the way that the way that it's worded is when is when like um i'm trying to figure out how to word it's like almost like a deliberate sin has has affected rummy isn't sin rummy doesn't it's who cares about rummy right. you know it's a stupid game it's Ooh, a fun DJ, game yeah, DJ, yeah. You're, see, yeah. Now you're, you're hitting on it because now you're getting into you're getting into personal opinions yeah you're getting into the personal way that we understand and see the world we're, we're getting into things traditions and stuff that i love right um and, and sometimes we make those more than they should be. Absolutely. And and the, here's here's one of the big things for me. And, and maybe this is evident to so many other people, but I don't think so because I've met a lot of people. <laughs> um, but I think it took me a really long time, as as a human being and and as a husband, to acknowledge that the way that I think and process, mm -hmm. right? I know that my wife doesn't think and process that way. But when we're having disagreements, when we're having discussions, I talk to her and yeah. I receive her words as if we're the same system. You know, yeah. so yeah. what would I mean if I was saying that instead of thinking, I know my wife, what right. does she mean? Because I'm not the one saying that. And, you know, one of the best 
things, I think one of the best questions in my marriage that, that I've learned to ask my wife and I've learned to kind of look at, I'll say something and I'll see her reaction. And when her reaction doesn't match what I'm expecting it to be, normally I ask this question, mm-hmm. what did you just hear me say? Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of the arguments over the years and a lot of the fights I, I'm finding out, I found out have come from not true conflict. Right. You know, not truly something that me and her see completely differently and we're at odds about. Right. But misunderstandings, misinterpretations on both sides. Yeah. On both sides. So, so <clears throat> what did you hear me say? And then she will repeat to me in her own words what I just said. Right. And then I can yeah. hear. And, and there's a lot of times when I go, I can see where you heard that. Yep. But I didn't mean that at all. I, and I, wasn't I, saying, I, I wasn't saying that at all. I, I can't imagine, Brad, I'm serious. I cannot imagine speaking to a couple that doesn't have experience with that. Mm-hmm. Um, in the in the world of educational pedagogy, we actually, <clears throat> I'm, I'm getting nerdy. It was always one of my favorite words, just <laughs> pedagogy. sound-wise, pedagogy. Yeah, yeah it's, got a great, it's got a great cadence to it. Um, but in the world of educational pedagogy, th- what you are discussing shows itself in in like in beginning to get teachers to think about not how to teach yeah. but like a a technique of how to get a like how, how to be an effective teacher mm-hmm. is what is called intention versus function and i think that like in oh, my experience it, it, yeah in my in my experience anyways with with you know spousal disagreements and not just being not just not just like with my wife seeing my parents argue Mm-hmm. Um, seeing, seeing, you know, every now and then seeing you and, and Tabitha argue or, or hearing, hearing about spouse arguments or whatever, you know, like all of those data points, I think one of the biggest, um, one of the, one of the most ignored, I'll put it that way. One of the most ignored, um, points of, of, of focus is on what you were saying is on the intention of what somebody is saying. Like if I'm going to, um, if I'm going to try to cut my wife down, and I mean, I have, I have said, I have said stupid stuff to my wife before, mm-hmm. and her, and her to me. I mean, it's we're 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 sinners, you know. At, at like we are we are Christ following, doing what we can, <laughs> sinners. But the idea Spirit's is willing, but the flesh is weak. Yeah, right. But there is this, there is this, like, um sentence constructor in my brain that not only thinks about the words that I'm about to say, but I analyze how they make me feel. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I remember early on in our marriage, like I, like I would say things more flippantly than I do now. Mm-hmm. And, you know, listeners, that is sort of comical because, you know, that's, that, that's a, that's a very stereotypical, like the husband has figured out how to, how to speak to his wife. But at the same time, I have also I have also realized that there are times when my wife does it and I don't know, like I seriously don't don't think that that she thought about uh, she thought about it as much as I did. Mm-hmm. And and in those moments, I begin to I begin to to realize if I'm the one that's formulating that sentence, I begin to think, wait a minute, okay, what's the intent of what I want mm-hmm. to say? Like seriously, what good is going to come of this? All it's going to do 
all it's going to do is stir the pot. And now we're and now we're both mad just for the sake of being mad. Yeah. Um, and nobody wins. And nobody and wins. Nobody wins. No, no, no. And and like you know what? The kids don't even win. No, they don't. No, the dogs exactly don't right. even win. <laughs> no, because the dog will do something while that's yep. going on, and yep. you will you'll lash out at the dog in a way that that the dog doesn't deserve and and that you normally wouldn't do. That's right. Yeah. Because because you're mad about like. Something stupid. Yep. But oh, I love it. the intention. And I think that's one of the biggest things t- too, is um, learning to how your spouse is, is receiving things, how they tend to receive things. Right. right. So they need to learn that about themselves, but you need to learn that about them too. Cause here's one of the, one of the things with your sister that, that I've learned. Mm-hmm. She tends to, become defensive very quickly mm-hmm. yes she does <laughs> because, because, well and, and so some of that speaks to her insecurities and we've all got insecurities we're people sure with a with a weak flesh so whether we want to admit it or not most of us are full of insecurities absolutely uh, and the ones that aren't sometimes i worry about um yeah. <laughs> i mean we need to work on those yeah right healthy, yeah. in yeah. a healthy manner one of the i think the best things that i say to your sister and it's probably in the last three or four years that I've learned to say this. Mm-hmm. It's, the, it's the stop in the middle of whatever and look at her and go, I'm not attacking you. Mm. I'm not attacking you. And I remember one conversation in particular where I said, babe, is that who I am? Am I somebody who is constantly trying to tear you or other people down constantly trying to attack those things is that my character right if it is you need to say yes and we need to work i need to work on that but but it's but it's not it's not who i am and so you know sometimes she needs that reminder and sometimes it's just simple as that now i need to watch um you're talking about proverbs proverbs 15 one says uh, a gentle answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. Yep. So the way that I say I'm not attacking you <laughs> yeah, is <right>. important. <laughs> I, can, I can say it. And I say, I, need to say, I can say it firmly. I can say it very seriously. But if I'm like, I'm not attacking you. Well, it sure sounds like you are. Yeah. You know? right. <laughs> yeah. You know? This so, is not an attack. Yes, and it so is. I have to evaluate the, the other side of that is, am I coming off? Right. Because that's not a free pass for me. My intention is not to attack you. So it doesn't matter what I can say it any way I want to, because that's not my intention. No, but I have to evaluate too, is what I'm doing coming off to her as an attack. But I think that's really helped. Now here's, here's my side of that. Here's with my insecurities. And, and, and it sounds like the same thing, but it's really not. Okay. I sometimes take things and then I will downsize myself. I'll hear like sometimes I struggle with critique even when it's needed because I go to, you know, if you say, Hey, when you did that, you know, you said that to Isaiah, I think it really hurt his feelings when I'm going to take on that emotion and I'm going, I'm a a horrible father. Mm. And so when she's saying something too, and then I take on that, like she's trying to tear me down. Yeah. And it really, I think this morphed out of the, I'm not attacking you. You know, she started going, look, babe, I'm not trying to tear you down. That's, that's not what I do. I'm just, I'm trying to point out a blind spot. 
Yeah. She may not use that terminology, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to, yeah. So that you can continue because you're a great father and I want yeah. you to be a great father and I want you to continue to be a great father and even great fathers miss. Yep. Mess up. Yeah. And, and so, but that understanding that look, look, when I said what I said, it, it wasn't meant to come off in a demeaning way. I wasn't trying to tear you down. Matter of fact, just trying to help. Yeah. And so I think realizing that, realizing that intention and voicing it, yes, voicing it when, when, when necessary, yeah. look, when, when you see in your spouse <clears throat> that they feel like they're attacked or they're being demeaned and, and this truly too. And if, if your spouse, and, and I'm not speaking from experience here because I wasn't abused. Um, I mean, we've all had abusive speech, but if your spouse is someone who has been abused physically or sexually or, or even verbally, and right. they've got a history of abuse, then that's something that you're going to have to both acknowledge that you're going to have to work through that, that their, their go-to defense is going to be to, to, to look at everything as an attack. Yeah. Right. And so you're going to have to work at. patiently and gently walking out of that and i think there's hope for the future there's hope for the present because jesus and yes pray about everything pray about it i'm a pastor and sometimes i tell people that and it's like oh that's what you got to say because you're a pastor that's one thing i've learned that god means i want you to talk to me about it talk to me about it going in talk to me about it during talk to me about it debrief with me have that conversation and, and invite me in Proverbs three, five, and six, right? Don't trust your own understanding. Right. And always acknowledge God and he will direct your path. So acknowledge God. Sometimes like, God, I need your help or God, I can't, I can't understand. Like, I will tell you the person that I vent to the most about my wife is Jesus. Because one, he he knows exactly where I'm coming from. He He knows my heart. He will also correct me mm-hmm. because sometimes, maybe even more often than I like to admit, the thing that's bothering me about my spouse really has more to do with what's going on inside Brad mm-hmm. than what's going on in Tabby. You know, Brad, one of one of the things that that I have learned in, I would say, in the last, I'm I'm going to say, three to four years. I, I think I think I've learned more about it in the it, like I was thinking maybe even five, but no, I think it's three to four. Um, specifically, like with having children, but I I I I started to notice. Um, no, I started to own the patterns of this. Um, you know, you said that you said that that you're you're an empath and and when you when you know when you find out that you hurt somebody's feelings you you kind of take that and 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 exaggerate it mm-hmm. um my issue is my issue is dealing essentially with self-righteousness mm-hmm. that um man like this is this is i'm right yeah. i've thought I, i'm i'm the smartest guy in the room and it's not because I, it's not because I've, I've i've ventured into into the world of having a doctor i mean i've had that attitude for a long 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 time um, but like Shara will, you know, she'll, she'll tell me, um, uh, you know, 
I think you, I think you may have, you, 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 you went too far with, with no or something like that. And, and what I'll do is, is, is like inside my, my natural tendency is to take that into, and to rebut it like internally, I may not necessarily do that like verbally, but I'll, I'll rebut it internally going, no, 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 that needed to happen. Trust me. I know, I know how this is working. And, and like, really kind of in my spirit, maybe not necessarily in a vocal prayer, though, though I have done plenty of that. Um, but in my spirit, I will pray, uh, pray to Christ and ask, ask him like, God, will you help me mm-hmm. get rid of the fact that I have to be right? Mm-hmm. Um, and what I've noticed is, is that over the last, again, three to four years, there have been moments where I can feel that the spirit is actually is actually moving in a in a scenario where I where I absolutely would have I would have gone overboard. Mm-hmm. Um, but more often than not, I've almost begun to 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 acknowledge its presence that it's there, mm-hmm. you know, and not and not just kind of accept that. Well, that's part of my personality. Deal with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a firm believer that, that anything that, anything that you bring to the Lord, if you really honestly want to get rid of it, mm-hmm. if you really honestly want Christ to, um, to help you deal with it, then he's going to respond. Now, I think that, I think I that's like your what, answer. I, like I think he's going he, to respond. He's going to respond. Yes. No. Is he going to take it? Maybe, maybe not. Yeah. It depends on what you need. <laughs> That's yeah. And I also think that, I also think that us as humans need to begin to understand that. So, you know, Brad, you, you, you as an empath, me as, as, you know, I'll, 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 I'll openly call myself a self, a self-righteous bigot. How's that? Like I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll use, well, I'll use some woke culture terms there. Yeah. Um, Just a self-righteous guy that. I have to be willing to understand that I'm not going to wake up in the morning and all of that's going to be gone. Right. You know, like, like you were mentioned, if you were mentioning the, you know, if, 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 if someone has, has actually has um, a history of abuse, they've got defense mechanisms that are, mm-hmm. that are, that are going on that they're probably not even aware of, yeah. you know? Um, and that's and the first so, step is, yeah. is, is becoming aware. Is, yeah, it's just becoming aware. It's right. And yeah, the world of cold turkey, mm-hmm. cold turkey or bust. I, I mean, I, I really don't think that that's that that's something that that Rarely. we should that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I just don't think that that's something that we should we should expect. Um, well, but let, let, let me say this. I mean, this is crazy. But maybe there's somebody listening that needs to hear this. OK, I, I know people's testimonies of people that 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 from from what I can see and from what I can hear, I would consider like solid Christians, mm-hmm. right? Loving the Lord. They're going to heaven. Jesus has saved their soul. Some of their testimony is for some of them w- with former drug abuse, right? Mm-hmm. God set me free from that. When I got, you know, he saved me. I surrendered to him. He set me free from it. And I was free. Like yeah. I've never desired it yep. again. Other people, drug, drug abuse history. They got saved. Listen, Brad, I, 
I can't go near that kind of thing because I struggle. It, it tempts me. It's a constant temptation. Yeah, that's right. Now, I can't tell you because I'm not God why sometimes God goes, I kicked the switch. You never have to worry about that again. And other times he, he kicks the switch and says, you're just going to have to continue to say no. And, and, and I'm going to always give you way out because that's where God says, right. He doesn't say, I won't put on you more than you can bear. That's, that's false. But he yeah. says, I will not let you be tempted in a way in which you can't escape. That's like, exactly right. Way. Yes. Yes. Like, that's, and that's like, the correct. I will always make you, yeah, that's the, the I will word. always have you an escape route into that temptation because yeah. that temptation is going to be your choice and you're going to have to choose at some point. Do I take the escape ladder and get the heck out of here? Or do I go ahead into the temptation? But, That's right. but both of those people saved by Jesus Christ in like they have the Holy spirit, but yeah, there's a different scenario of, of how they're having to work through it and why yeah. God does one or the other. I don't know, but I know he does it so intentionally because he tells Paul, right? Paul doesn't tell us what his thorn in the flesh is. There's nope. a lot of, you know, but, but yeah. Paul, what Paul says is I asked God to take it three times and God said, no, and God said, why? no, because my grace is sufficient. That's right. Yeah. And, and Hey, guess what? My, your, the strength, your strength is going to be made. My strength through you in you is going to be made perfect in your weakness. So sometimes we need to be weak to be strong. Mm-hmm. Here's another thing. And I, I don't want to hog too much of the conversation, DJ. No, and good. I know it's almost a little off course, but one of the things that, that even just in the last few days, I've really owned a lot more about myself is, is I'm an A to B person. And when I know what B is, I want to be there. This will be yeah. four, right? Be there. Yep. You know, like, yep. so I, yep. when I'm going from A to B, I want to be there. And, and so often I hate the journey. Yeah. But God so often is doing just as much, if not more in the journey than the death and getting to the destination. Yeah. And, and to kind of like, just to kind of um, wrap up the up here, mm-hmm. I think, I think to go full circle, <clears throat> if we lose sight and this is, this is like, I'm speaking, I'm speaking f- from the depths of my heart when I say this, that if we lose sight of the fact that our journey is about either you or your spouse, then you are denying the fact that you are one with your spouse. Yeah, together. And yeah, like, yes, yes, you're right, Brad, that we are different people, that my temptations are different than Shara's, that my my experiences with sin and repentance and sanctification are different than with Shara's. But nonetheless, we are still one flesh. Yeah. And... Um, I'll wrap up the up with the with this. I firmly believe that if in fact you are one flesh, then both you and your spouse need to be vocal and need to be aware of what your shortcomings are. Yeah. You, like, you know, Galatians 6 2 says, Brothers bear each other's burdens, therefore fulfilling law of Christ. One of the things that I I I really want for our podcast, Brad, is to help people do that. Yeah. But but really more than that in the context of marriage when when you are when you are ministering to your wife or if you're ministering to your husband i mean 
-hmm. like you are you're you're sharing in those burdens that's that's part of what that that scripture can be applied to and in the in in disagreements in an arguments in lashing lashing out of anger if you are trying to deliberately overcome in terms of like a in terms of an authoritarian or dominant standpoint you're not bearing anybody's burdens matter of fact you're shoving it down their throat yeah um so dude solid up is a heavy up um but love your wife love your wife love your husband wives love love your husband um but uh i would really encourage our listeners i would really encourage you guys um and I, I've just know that I've seen the benefits of this. I've lived the benefits of this. I've also I've also lived enough uh, enough of the opposite to sh- to know that that there are far more benefits than 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 not. But but talk to one another. Be honest about about what what you're dealing with. You know, pain, temptation. What's Jesus doing in your life? That's awesome, right? You know, like that that kind of stuff. What's Jesus doing in your life that ultimately is awesome but sucks right now? But sucks right now. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like David got to say that he killed a bear and it killed a lion, which is awesome, yeah. but he actually had to do it. Like he had yeah. – <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was not an exciting time, you know? <laughs> but uh, listeners, Brad Brad, something, Brad said something at the very end of our show last week, um, and, and I want to echo it. We love you guys. We are th- – we are – we are so grateful. We are we are encouraged um, that that you guys are listening to the show. We love hanging out with each other. Um, and and Brad, seriously, man, every Thursday, I, I I'm so excited to be able to sit down and and share life with you. Yeah. Um, but uh, but listeners, we we thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, rate us, review us. Um, remember, we have a Gmail account, so email us with anything that you want. Uh, it's men church stuff, all one word, men church stuff at gmail.com. Um, we are here for you guys. Um, and uh, listeners, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>